the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today I welcome to the parish community here, Marilla and Adam Karleski, who I think are here in the church right now. If you could just raise your hands. All right, so they are celebrating a very important 40th wedding anniversary. So congratulations to you. Sisters and brothers, you have come from different parts of our cities and of our province to this holy place where we walk with St. John de Brebeuf and his companions. You have come as pilgrims to walk with these holy martyrs. You have come with different, ex different experiences of faith, with different trials and struggles, with hopes and prayers that you wish to offer with the martyrs to God. We give thanks for your presence. And as you approach this holy altar, with these hopes and desires, with these strengths, and with these weaknesses, we now turn to Jesus, counting on his love and his mercy. And we pray, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to life everlasting. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus the Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that we may celebrate with heartfelt devotion these days of joy, which we keep in honor of the risen Lord, and that what we rely in remembrance, we may always hold to in what we do. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Let us be seated and listen to the living word of God. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Certain individuals came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers. Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to discuss this question with the apostles and the elders. Then the apostles and the elders 
with the consent of the whole church, decided to choose men from, mem from among their members and to send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. They sent Judas, called Barsabbas, and Silas, leaders among the brothers, with the following letter. The brothers, both the apostles and the elders, to the believers of Gentile origin in Antioch and Syria and Sicilia, greetings. Since we have heard that certain persons who have gone out from us, though with no instructions from us, have said things to disturb you and have unsettled your minds. We have decided unanimously to choose representatives and send them to you, along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have risked their lives for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas who themselves will tell you the same things by word of mouth. For it has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to impose on you no further burden than these essentials, that you abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols and from blood and from what is strangled and from fornication. If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Farewell. The word of the Lord. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let the, all the peoples praise you. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, has blessed us. May God continue to bless us. Let all the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God. A reading from the book of Revelation. In the spirit, the angel carried me away to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. It has the glory of God and a radiance like a rare jewel, like jasper, clear as crystal. It has a great high wall with 12 gates and at the gates twelve angels, and on the gates are inscribed the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. On the east there were three gates, on the north three gates, 
on the south three gates and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city has 12 foundations and on them are the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. I saw no temple in the city for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God is its light, and its lamp is the Lamb. The Word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to his disciples, whoever loves me will keep my word my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home in him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the words that you hear are not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled, do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. Now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, this Mass is offered for the celebration of a couple who have committed themselves in love and in marriage for a great many years. And in light of the word that we have heard from Jesus today in the Gospels, I think it is an important opportunity for us to reflect on the gift of marriage and actually to make a link, believe it or not, between that gift of marriage and the lives of the martyrs here and your own lives, whether you are married or not. 
For at the heart of all three of those different stories is, of course, Jesus. Recently, I had the opportunity to witness a marriage in local community at St. Margaret's Church. And one of the things that I pointed out to the couple as they sat in the front row preparing to take their vows is that of all the sacraments in the church that are offered, marriage is the only sacrament normally speaking, where the priest is not the one who is involved in the offering of the sacrament. It is the couple. And that's an extraordinary thing to think about. Because the grace that comes in that particular sacrament, when a man and a woman stand before the altar of God, is the grace of their vows that they share with one another. The priest can bless that union, can witness to that union, but the stuff of divine work is coming from their words that they share with one another, with their love that exists between them, with their giving of themselves to one another. There is the sacrament. During the time of the Holy Mass, it is the laying on of hands of the priest and the prayers and the offering that brings about the sacrament. In baptism, normally it is the blessing of the priest and the emplacement of oils, except in cases of extreme emergency. In the confessional, in confirmation, it's the bishop. In the anointing with oils before death or for healing, it is from the hands that have been anointed already of the priests that place those oils. In the creating of a priest through the hands of the bishops, this too is done by the ordained. But marriage is unique in that it comes from the couple. And when we think about the spirit or the effect of that sacrament between the couple, we realize that in many ways it is very important. And the one that we experience more than any other sacrament in the church. Because at the core of marriage is a belief that is rooted in the kind of love and peace that Jesus is speaking of in the gospel today. There is a belief that when two people become one and they offer themselves to each other, they are participating in the great mystery of the cross and of the redemption of the world. After all, Jesus, who is the Christ, showed us what it meant. He defined for us what it meant to be human. And he did so in an extraordinary way, in the fullest sense, as he lay on the cross, offering himself 
for all of us that we might be saved. When a couple binds together in marriage, they are committing themselves for a life, a whole life together, where they are invited every day in every moment to give of themselves to their wife or to their husband, to give their time, their devotion, their commitment, their work, their bodies, their affections, their hopes, their children to one another. And in that great binding, a commitment to bring life into the world, and then as a couple, share that sacrificing love with total devotion to the children that they bring forth. This is something we experience every day because in one way or another, human beings are in love and relationship with another. Marriage is said to be on the decline, making those who commit to marriage all the more special. For how can we separate who we are? How can, I guess I can say in this case, in this homily, how can you separate who you are from your wife or your husband? How can you? When you're at work, you're married. When you're having fun on a holiday, you're married. When you're traveling, you're married. When you're helping someone out on the street who needs you, you're doing so as a married person. You're not ever doing it alone in the sense that part of who you are is with your spouse. And part of your spouse is always with you. This is an extraordinary witness to the world of love, of sacrifice, of beauty, of creation, and a testament to what's so important in our lives as human persons, which is to be people rooted in love, bound by love, guided by love, strengthened by love, motivated by love. This is the message that Jesus left to his disciples today. And one can imagine that no other thing but that could have motivated the men who came here so many centuries ago. And we see this love that they had in their own writing, not for a spouse, but for Christ. Christ who they saw to be bound to them in a way closer even than a spouse. Because just like at the heart of a couple's love is Jesus, in the heart of Jean de Brébeuf and his companions was that same bind to his Lord who had drawn him to these lands. When we look at the sacrifice of the martyrs for the people of these lands here, of their choice to care for them in moments that would lead to their great suffering and death, we are reminded, and couples here today are reminded, of the power of love the power of the bond that you hold with the one that you have committed your life to, the power and grace that comes in the bond you have not only with your spouse but your children. 
that bond will never go away. That bond now cannot be broken. Love does not die. Relationships maybe can be decided to end, but the love doesn't end. It's bound forever. As we prepare to celebrate the great sacrifice of Jesus and to receive his holy body, let us do so in joy and thanksgiving for the gift of love, for the gift of marriage, for the gift of lives that we seek where it is our love for Jesus that guides and shapes who we are. Let us pray that that gift of love may grow all the more in our hearts and in our lives. Now let us stand and profess our faith with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Having heard the living word of God and professed our faith in him, we now turn with him, to him with our desires and hopes. Let us remember today all those who are in married life, that they may feel strengthened by their family, supported and rooted in their love for God, and find constancy in their relationship together. For this we pray to the Lord. Let us pray for all young people who are in love, who are seeking or who are in relationships, that they may find in the mystery of marriage greater union and peace. We pray to the Lord. Let's pray for all of those in our church community who have struggled with a life that has led to divorce, that they may feel loved and embraced by God and his holy church. They may have peace in their lives. We pray to the Lord. Let us pray for all of the poor in our community, for all those who suffer from hunger, from the great pains of want, from homelessness, from psychological abuse or struggle, that the healing hand of God may be with them, we pray to the Lord. Let's pray for all of the needs of the pilgrims who come here this day, that their travels may be safe, and as they walk with St. John de Brebeuf and his companions, that they may grow into a deeper, loving relationship with Jesus. We pray to the Lord. 
And in a moment of silence, we offer our own prayers to God. We pray to the Lord. Counting always on our Blessed Mother who joins us with the martyrs as we turn to her Son in need. We pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed be the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Jean de Brebeuf, Saint Gabriel Lallemand, Saint Jean de Lalande, Saint René Goupy, Saint Noël Chavanel, Saint Charles Garnier, Saint Isaac Jacques, Saint Joseph, patron of Canada, Holy Mary, Queen of Martyrs. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread to offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine to offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become for us our spiritual drink.
pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May our prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with the sacrificial offerings, so that, purified by your graciousness, we may be conformed to the mysteries of your mighty love. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. By the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfillment, in the reality of the cross, and by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these most sacred mysteries. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. 
Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with St. John de Brebeuf and his companions, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. takes away the sins of the world, happy are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
return shall we make to the Lord for all he has done for us. We shall take this sign of his salvation and raise it to him and call upon his name and through it have eternal life. One announcement this morning. The Jesuit fathers have been informed that the fire suppression system in this beautiful church needs to be replaced this year. The total cost of the project is $275,000. We've therefore begun a Toonie drive this season to pay for the project. If every pilgrim who comes this season gave an extra Toonie, $2, we would have the funds required. At the back of the church is a plastic church to place your Toonie. Any support would be very much appreciated as we care for this holy site. Thank you. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who restore us to the eternal life and the resurrection of Christ, increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this Paschal Sacrament, and pour into our hearts the strength of this saving food. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. I wish to thank you all again for your presence here today and for your support. We are all praying for you throughout the year, and work at the Shrine continues as we try and make the place more and more beautiful for you when you come. You may have noticed that there's a little work that's being done at the Stations of the Cross, where everything's been dug up and there's a hill, that was to put in a new wall that we had to uh, add, replace the old concrete wall and put in a new one. It was a very expensive project, but now that hill will look even nicer and the buildings will be safe from the weight of the uh, soil coming down on it. So we apologize for the state of things at the Stations of the Cross, but in the next week or so, that will be done and it will look all the nicer for you to help you with your prayers. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended. Go forth to serve the Lord through your lives. And together we offer you now a blessing with the relics of the martyrs. <laughs>